Asian Avengers. So weak. The Asian <laughs> Avengers. So weak. So so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Wow. Together. Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. Or you can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You, you like opium? And welcome back to another episode of Asian Not Asian Podcast, the podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American cares about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. And I'm Mike Nguyen. And we are coming to you live from Brooklyn. This is September 5th. Uh, yep. We got some quick announcements up top, actually, before I want to start. Uh, we have merch now. We, yes. You can get Asian Not Asian t-shirts that, have, that has our logo. We also have like another cool tee that just says anal, which obviously stands for... Uh, Asian, not Asian listener, not the other have thing. I have, have a talk with you about that because I feel that's a missed opportunity. But continue. Yes, you can get that. Maybe limited, <laughs> might be limited edition, but go ahead. Yes, get the please. I, nobody else is doing this, so you got to get it. It also kind of looks like the APC design by by accident. I don't know. I didn't copy the design. I don't design. know. Hey, it you don't own like Helvetica, it. okay? You know, so, come on. Back yeah, off. they don't know Helvetica. Fuck them. So <laughs> so please get merch. You can get that on Asian. Uh, you can get that at asian.asianpod.com slash merch. Uh, again, if you listening to this on your phones please take a screenshot put it on instagram stories tag us at asian not asian pod on instagram we love you i want to start this show this week by quickly catching up with mike about a very big thing happening in uh asian america which is mulan baby mulan drop baby (laughs) mulan baby (laughs) 12th century china (laughs) i think that's good when huh? did it come out? The original one. When did it come out? How 19, long has it been? The original one, the cartoon Disney one. I feel that some people don't know that the original one came out. Okay, there was an original one in 1998. And that was a really big deal for me. I was already, uh, I had two kids. I was already 44. And uh, <laughs> it, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was pretty cool. It was like a pretty cool moment, I've, I guess. Um, and it was, uh, it was, it was a lot of fun. And uh, so this is like the live action remake it went through like i don't know if people know but like it went through like a million like kind of production hell like obstacles because they they had to rewrite the script and they changed all these elements and they had to change some of the characters uh like uh, some of the casting I, I don't remember exactly i don't think that any white people were originally cast but i wouldn't be surprised i'll be honest with you i don't know if they snuck marco marco polo in there <laughs> who the fuck knows at this point um but uh, i remember yeah, it, i remember doing a race news on it like two years ago i like yes. on our couch back then it was yeah the people were like oh this is never coming out and now it, it did come out and, and you know it came out during the pandemic so uh i paid the money i was just like you know what i'm going to uh, charge this to the company as research which yes, i did yes yes and no, you should. Uh, i did that i kind of wish that when i bought this that the um because like I have it attached to my iCloud, and so like to verify it's me, you know they do your face, the 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 that Apple Face ID, and I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. look at my face, I'm Asian, you know they should they should have that, <laughs> yeah, the, face the scout, ID where it's like, yeah, minus yeah minus thirty nine dollars, minus thirty nine, you know Asian discount thirty bucks, you know, so it's gonna be us and an occasional occasionally like a white dude with a funny face, and we'll get it for free. So um, okay, it was, here's yeah. here's here's a couple of things. There's a couple of things I want to start off about uh, with this Mulan discussion, which I want to get her guest on. But uh, okay, first, there's clearly okay. You know that fucking dad in the Mulan? What what's yes. his, I don't know. Remember his character's name? Mulan's dad, who has like a bad leg, can't go to war. 
Okay, it's played by this guy. I don't even know his name. He's in every fucking movie that, like, every Asian movie that's come out in the last four years. He's in um, Alan Yang's most recent movie. He plays the dad in that. He was in um, he was in the Ali Wong movie, Always Be My Maybe Baby. She was. He was also in uh, like Arrival. Maybe like he's just been in like he. Every time yes, there's an older Asian arrival, guy. Yes, it's uh, him. Or Arrival, I guess. And and. I, first of all, I was like, we need to give this guy a break because he must be so tired. He's been working nonstop. But I was thinking that, like, you know how we always, you know, we always joke about how, like, there's not a lot of roles for, like, you know, young Asian people right now. Uh, clearly, there's a shortage of supply with older Asian people. So, Mike, I know your birthday is coming up. This is actually good news for you. This you're, is great you're news an for older, me. You're an older I, Asian man. I I could be. Uh, first of all, uh, got to give him props. His name is Z Ma. Uh, T Z I. Okay. Ma and he's 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 awesome. He's in tons of shit. He was in uh, the thing I always remember him for is he was in Rush Hour, and he's the dad in Rush Hour. Uh, Who's that? So good. And that was a, at a time when it was appropriate for him to pay play the the dad of someone who's about twelve years old. <laughs> you know, I, mm-hmm. I, when yeah, he was yeah, yeah, when yeah. he came when he when he was on the screen. Yes, there was definitely a problem because all the Asian representation which we, which we see hey which is good we're seeing more people but most Asian dudes who are who are on in the movies now have six packs that's a problem okay because yeah. there's yeah. going to be some characters who don't have six packs okay Donnie, like Mulan's Donnie dad Yen, yeah Mulan's dad he doesn't need to have a six pack okay although if you remember in the cartoon he was kind of a babe so let's just remember that that's but, true uh, <laughs> Donnie Yen has six pack Jason Scott Lee is in it as, uh, as the bad guy fire he's he's, he's so, so dope he's dope uh yeah. he played bruce lee once as well and and he was in the jungle book well um, i was i was watching it and i was like yeah. this guy first of all this is an older asian man with a bad leg i'm like that is michael nguyen i don't know that's why me. he did not that's get me. this role <laughs> look like, at this you. look at this knee you look got at a this bad knee. knee and uh um, i don't yeah i mean it's uh it's 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 crazy that yeah there's, have, there's have a you huge gap. have you have you heard that story by jimmy o yang he was on joe rogan and he was his dad, Jimmy O. Yang from Silicon Valley. His dad saw him on TV and like a classic fucking immigrant dad. He was like, huh, I could do this. Like, you ain't shit. And so Jimmy O. Yang was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, then let me introduce you to some people. And he did. Yeah. And his dad landed like four roles. Like he's an active actor now. He's in That's Space so Force with Steve Carell. He was in Arrival. Like he's in a bunch of shit. So like. There must like the demand is there, you know. Like Yo, this is this is our time, baby. This room, no, no. This isn't our time. This is my You're time. Right. Okay, this is my time. <laughs> Give me a minute, and let me get up there. Okay. You're too young. You still look like a teenager. So Give just me wait a, a fucking second. second. Give me a second. No, but you're absolutely right. I remember I watched, uh, we, we talked about um, Chadwick Boseman last week, and, I, and then I watched Black, uh, Black Panther, and there's a scene, they go to Korea, they go to South Korea to like, meet up with some arms dealers, and then there's a lady yeah. in front of the club, and uh, we watched this twice, me and my wife, we watched this scene twice, because there's this older lady who's kind of like, it's like a front, so she's supposed to be she, kind of like She's like, like the mama-san, right? She's like, yeah, she's kind of like a, you know, she's, she's, she's just like a, she's supposed to be like a fisherwoman, fishing woman, you know what I'm saying? And she's like protecting this front that you go into the club. And, right. uh, and she speaks in Korean, and then, and then we, we listened to it twice, Pretty sure she's not Korean. We're pretty sure because her <laughs> Korean is terrible. And we're like, oh, my God, there's not enough Korean women at this age to play this role. And they had to get some other lady. Hey, not hating on you. Get your money, you know. Uh, uh, right, right, actress. right. But, yeah, dude, we, I mean, we should just get. Just, okay, everybody, 
talk to your parents right now <laughs> and talk to talk to your talk to your parents about your dreams so that they, <laughs> they can- they it. can take your dream because they could be like, have you, have you ever thought about taking an improv class, mom? Yeah. Have you ever they'll, thought this, about it? They'll cross. They'll fucking cross, dude. They'll cross the it, dude. There. And also, oh Asian moms are so funny. They're just naturally, they're just going to be so good I know. at it. So, so that's, yeah. that's, that was my, that was my thought did, through, that was my thoughts through Milan, man. Yeah. So did you like it? Did you like Milan? People are, people have been DMing me, asking me, is it worth the 30 bucks? Uh, uh, it's, it's not, it's not, but. You don't like, but, you don't like, wow, you didn't even like it. You didn't even pay for it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. I, I, it was entertaining. I like, I like, you know, Marvel shit. Like, I like people fighting and stuff Swords like that. I, I, I would have liked. I thought that Falcon Lady was gonna make out with Milan. I thought that was gonna be like a little queer, like a nod to the queer community. You know what? You know what I actually about? thought that was the that was the movie right there. That they have. A, yeah. So there's. So they like add this kind of like uh, witch lady. She's like powerful and she has like all this stuff. And it's kind of implied that her powers are similar to Mulan's powers, like this chi power. And it's, yeah. and it's just like, you know, this, this witch lady is just Mulan, like 20 years in the, in the future or something like that. And like, yeah, I thought like maybe they were going to like get together, you know, and then like overthrow China. And I was like, this is going to be awesome. This is going to like make a left turn and it's completely yeah, yeah, yeah. like different. But, uh, but yeah, it was, it was okay. It was like, first of all, no singing. I miss singing. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I miss Eddie Murphy. You know, I wanted to have Eddie Murphy in there. <laughs> yeah, where is it, he, it, That's one thing. That's one thing I realized when I was watching. I, so I watched the um, Mulan, and then I watched the original one, like, right after. Like, I was like, man, mm-hmm. I really... I, I just got to hear someone t- talk about, uh, you know, uh, a song about being a man. I, got, I wanted to hear that. So yeah, and I realized yeah. the original Mulan and most Disney movies are funny. They're, like, really funny. Yes, yes, um, yes. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, they just have to break the tension of just, like, you know, all this horrible stuff happening. So there's all these funny things happening, all these funny characters, not just, like, Eddie Murphy, but, like, all the other kind of side characters are funny. And this movie's not funny at all. Like, there's, like, a couple of jokes in there, ha, 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 but it's, like, not really. Yeah, so but like, that's, such the, like, you the, know? Jokes are, the jokes are, like... Uh, Haha, ha, you're such a sissy. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not really funny. It's yeah, not yeah, really yeah. funny. Like and they, it could have been funny. So there's no yeah, singing. Yeah. There's no there's no um uh yeah, like um uh funny parts. There's like not a lot of romance, which is okay. I actually kind of thought that was fine. But um but yeah, I don't know. You know, I just I just really missed uh just missed the old one. So anyways. Yeah. And now we've been canceled from Asian America because we publicly said we don't like Mulan, which is a great segue <laughs> to bring up our guest and we will see what he thinks about Mulan. Guys, this the, our guest this week, we're so excited to have him. He's done Hack City. He's so freaking funny. Uh you know, he has been on uh he's done stand up on uh this nice show with Jimmy Fallon. Uh, he's a very successful yeah. comedian in New York City. Super funny, guys. Let's give it up for Jay Jordan, everybody. Hey. Hello. Jay. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? Um, thoughts on Mulan. Thoughts yeah. on Mulan, baby. Seen, you, have, you haven't seen the new seen, one. Haven't seen the live action Mulan. I've seen the animated Mulan approximately 100 times. Really? You've seen <laughs> it that many times? To, to the point where I could be like... Um, like there's certain songs that are so funny. Mike was right. Like uh, the girl worth fighting for, a girl worth oh, fighting for. So, so good. A song yeah. that the soldiers have when they're like, because the entire premise is like, why are you going to war? And it's like for the honor of China. And but then on the side they're like, but also some pussy will be. <laughs> <that> pussy girl. <laughs> Dude, 
I love. I watched that, and uh, there, there's that really big character. His name's Chien Po, and he talks about yeah, he doesn't Chien care po. about. Yeah, he doesn't care about how she looks if she looks good as long as she cooks good. Yo, yeah, relatable, relatable, <laughs> right there, and, bro. And <laughs> the funniest part about that entire song, like there, like it's hilarious. It's so light. You have to you have to see Mulan deal with these men's horniness in like <laughs> yeah, a number yeah, yeah. of different ways this is after she's seen them all naked at the hot springs right and then so the song is getting to like this crescendo we think there's gonna be this hilarious ending to this song about no. how they want pussy and then they just get to a war-torn rabbit yes. town <laughs> oh, a, a terrible town where a bunch of children were murdered and i'm like yeah this what's they that pick what, up that a doll yes. they pick up a doll right right in the middle of like oh we're about to get her with some snow in the back of the head ha 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 no genocide right after right up to the song genocide and it was it's it's what's so good about the original mulan is a like because it's a war movie you know what i'm saying that's yeah. the whole thing is that it's a war movie but then they have like singing crickets and fucking panda yeah. bears and shit Wait, like that and it was we, so funny can we can we talk about the songs real quick because i feel that that is to your point mike that is the true power of disney movies is so the, good a, the songs are mad catchy and yo i was listening to reflections okay christina reflections okay i'm gonna ask you guys something sometimes black people do this with christina because she sang Reflection so well, does Christina get a temporary Asian pass? Not uh, yes. like a real one, <laughs> yes, but like so because... She did point. a fantastic job. She did and a fantastic I think, job. I think also that is why she did it. Uh, she came back because she needed to renew. It, it's, it renews every 20 years. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's like, oh shit, I need to renew. I need to, make a, I need to drop a new yeah. version. Because um, someone, someone pointed out, they were like, Leah Salonga, who is already a Disney princess voice and is Asian, could yes. have sang it. And someone was That's like, a good point. we got this white woman to sing it they're like well chill out on chill out on christina now hold on hold on hold on, hold on. She, i mean <laughs> dude that dude. song though like lyrically dude that is that is the asian american and to an extent like the poc experience dude like poc who, no. queer people any marginalized group the, the part where she's like who is this girl staring straight back at me dude this i don't know this bitch that's me that's what was so good about the original Mulan was that it was very like Asian American you know even though uh, it was like very specific to like Chinese which is good I I think they did a good part but good thing about that didn't like they didn't try to like mix a whole bunch of shit there wasn't any scenes where like Mulan was eating sushi or anything like that or like (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, like, whatever, just fine, just throw it all in. They did a pretty good job of like, they have like, you know, uh, like there's a lot of like very Chinese references in there, which I think is good because, um, you know, they're they're trying to be true. And, but like when I was a kid, I was watching, I was like, it was very Asian American because Mulan is very like Asian American. She's like very, she wants to do right. Her, you know, her dad wants her to get married, you know, go to optometry school bring honor to the family <laughs> and she doesn't want to do that she wants to go she wants to be herself she wants to read books she wants to be an influencer and that's her thing and, but she's like yeah that's that's, the, she's that's what she in the 1200s yeah. was the influencer exactly is, so mulan, just mulan be like so this is my unboxing video today i, I got a sword yeah yeah, dude. It's, like, do you yeah. like my haircut? Do you guys do you like, like my haircut? Like All right. My haircut? So yeah. Remember to like and subscribe. <laughs> That's what it was. That was what it was. And you know, I think that was like the big thing about the original one. So, yeah, man, this is cool, man. I, I don't know. You should you should check it out. Just see how it is, and then I'll and then t- immediately I got watch Disney Plus. I yeah, mean, but yeah. I got Disney Plus, and you gotta pay the extra. It's the second paywall. Oh, right? yes. is it? 
it's you gotta yeah. it's it's like you gotta buy it and it's like thirty dollars right that's so fucking bullshit to, is that is that what hamilton's on as well there's like a second paywall no, no hamilton's, hamilton's straight ooh. up hanging out Hamilton's they, just they chilling. Think, they think Milan is better than Hamilton. Okay, okay, that's what <laughs> I know. I know. You could just raw dog Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Jay, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. We wanna, we want our listeners to get to know you a little bit. Um, so I've been doing some research on you. I've actually been listening to your comedy album, Hey Y'all, okay. which is like which is your yeah, comedy y'all. special, Jay Jordan, y'all. It's it's amazing. It's I was listening today. It's so fucking tight, and it's so crazy to think like. You know, when I was younger, like, I would listen to comedy albums, and I was like, these are famous people. And now it's like, these are my friends. Like, we've, yeah. got, we've gotten to this point, and I think that's so fucking cool. But, you know, we, uh, we talked a little bit th- about this before with you, like, I think in person. But, like, you, you're from Mississippi, right? You're from yes, Mississippi. I'm from Mississippi, which me- kind of makes me an immigrant. Uh, in New York, <laughs> just because people people ask questions about Mississippi here in sometimes the most curious, innocent, but like disrespectful way. Okay, so, okay, like what? Ooh, ooh, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, like what? Because people, well, because people, they're like, oh, well, like, how did you even like escape? And I'm like, <laughs> escape. What are you talking about? Yeah, man. Like, How, I, what was, what I was can it like? Leave. What, was, what was it like on the Underground Railroad, bro? Dude, like, no. it's crazy. I'm like, you mean the three train? Uh, so <laughs> I took that uptown. I I think that people have, in part, is because of like the polar, the polarization of our society post 2016. That people literally now they just think the South is all statues to like the president right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I grew up in a very black community and a very southern community and those two things aren't always at odds mississippi has 33 percent black people it has the most black people per state like most it has the highest percentage of black people per state in the country the only places that have more black people in the u.s than mississippi are the washington dc the district of columbia and i think the u.s virgin islands which is huh. like so <laughs> shout out to tim duncan but like yeah. it's like it's um <laughs> Like Mississippi has thirty three percent black people, so when people are like, "Oh, is Mississippi racist?" I'm like, "Some of them might be not black people." In Mississippi, when you talk about Morgan Freeman, no, nah, we're not racist. <laughs> That's interesting because uh, I so I had this week off from work, and I was telling Mike last week that I wanted to just travel somewhere domestically just on my own, and I had brought up Mississippi because I've never been there before, and I just have this fascination with the South because I've just never been there, and everybody I brought this up to was like. Oh, bro, you're gonna die. You're gonna die no, over there, bro, right? Mate, can I tell you something <laughs> insane? There's a if you look it up, there's a really cool. I think now this or maybe it's Eater. There's an entire history of <laughs> Chinese Americans in the Mississippi Delta because Ooh. so non-white people that were also non-black people in the South <clears throat> lived in like this weird limbo all the way up until the 1980s, really because their status was never that of the white people right but then they also wanted not necessarily be insular but they wanted to also kind of maintain some of their cultural heritage and identity so like there's this really cool video about black i mean about asian people in mississippi particularly chinese american immigrants and their children and what happens is that it's this cool, like, really southern That's cool. mix of cultures. It's huh. so crazy. To even I think, yeah, he, I like, think, think I remember. It. I remember seeing some of this because, like, I remember seeing, like, a, a video clip of, like, this old Chinese lady with, like, a crazy southern accent. 
and that's you're just the like, video what I'm the hell about. is this? This is like the craziest <laughs> like deep fake I've ever seen. But like, it, 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 <laughs> that's cool as fuck. Um, I mean, so yeah, yeah I, I mean, like Chinese people invented fried chicken. I always <laughs> tell people that when I'm that's, like, that's people. It's a black stereotype, but Chinese yeah. people invented it. Oh, Yo, yeah. yeah. That is, we just made that, it bite-sized and called it general. So, I mean, that's like the main. <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> Jay, what is, so, you know, growing up, what was it like in, you know, in, in uh, growing up in Mississippi and then, and then like, you know, at a certain point, you also went to grad school. Like, according to my notes yeah. here, you have a master's degree. Yeah. So, it, yeah. And like in, <laughs> in acting. <laughs> don't make it seem like I'm actually like working hard. Like it's not like I. Okay, so I went to a performing arts school from the age of twelve to eighteen. There's one in like the capital city of Mississippi, and so I was doing that for theater and for like academic stuff too. Right. And so then I went to college and I went to the state school. I stayed in state. I was like still like super local. I, like it was so long before I ever traveled like around the country. And so I went to Ole Miss and I got like an oh, English shit. degree. And then I also like at one point I was like, oh, maybe I should act some more. And so then I decided to get like a BFA in theater, which like took an extra two years. But then I also was like really cool with that because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yep. And then like I got a grad school offer where they paid me and I got to like teach. So oh, that's I cool. That. Hmm. And so that whole time I'm like performing. And about halfway through, I realized I was like, oh, I just like comedic stuff. Like all my, mm. all, whenever I got notes for scene work, they'd be like, Jay less funny and i'm like oh, what is this what? <laughs> funeral stop and trying be like yeah it, it is a funeral, <laughs> it is a funeral. Like, <laughs> yeah. less on the jokes <laughs> i i want to take it back for a second um so so you know i know you have like a theater background and all that uh I, I, again you know you had mentioned this earlier about how people think mississippi is like a total different country like i would just that's crazy to me that they even had a theater program at old miss old miss <laughs> to me i think of football and like blonde hair white guys like being mean you know that's like well i mean fumi you're not wrong <laughs> that's, you're not they can encompass all things um mm. they're like the culture at old miss is so weird hmm. so any big southern school like old miss i went old miss then i went to alabama because i was like i want to know what it's like to win uh, <laughs> and so I went to both of them and like from a frat uh, standpoint, like the Greek life scene is a lot like that. It's a bunch of uh, blonde and brunette because representation matters. Right, right, right. right. Diversity. Um, (laughs) Yep. Yeah. And so they're like doing their whole thing. But then there's this kind of like secret underground because they're both still liberal arts schools so they have a lot of they're both still liberal arts schools with like a lot of money allocated to english departments and creative writing departments because so many big southern authors came out of those two schools particularly Mm. william faulkner and then um oh god whoever uh the person who wrote to kill a mockingbird is from alabama harper lee and so harper 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 collins harper lee harper lee harper lee harper lee harper lee Harper Lee. Lee. lee Harper Collins is the publishing the, the house. Yes. So <laughs> it's it's weird because there's there's an artistic tradition there, but then there's also kind of this like football tradition and this Greek life tradition. And they all work sometimes they work concurrently and sometimes they'll push back against each other. So you get really good at 
I guess like compartmentalizing it because like you'll go, mm. you'll be like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go rehearse this scene, and then we're gonna beat the shit out of all. Of <laughs> like, it's very... So were you were you were kind of, I mean, like, is was it is it pretty typical to like kind of have your have a foot in both worlds, or is it or or is it easy to kind of like, oh, oh I, I only do this one thing, or you know? In grad school, you can focus kind of yeah. just on being like a good grad student the way they want you to, but when you're an undergrad, you kind of want to be social yeah i think sure. the only way you can actually be a good actor is to have life experience like right. how are you gonna know what it's like to be blackout if you've never if you've never been blackout <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how do you know what it's like unless someone has clubbed you in the back of the head with a a, a bottle of bud light you know you gotta know yeah. what it's like it was it's just part of the bud process light. What we drinking Keystone Light? <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> what you what method in acting? College, in college, yeah, you're right. You'd have those fucking like you'd go to a Walmart in the college town, yeah. and they'd have a mountain, huge, like a built-up mountain of yeah. Keystone Light, and they'd yeah. be like, "How much is that?" They'd be like, "Oh, that entire pyramid. You can get that for like, you give me fifty dollars, I'll give you all the yeah. beer." She's like, "Yeah." <laughs> it only it starts at a seventy-two pack, and it goes up from there. Yeah, you know, yeah, there's I, no I, other. <laughs> Oh, anyone who's listening, you probably think, oh, comedians are engaged in hyperbole. Mike's being silly. He's not joking. <laughs> He's not joking. You don't know what it's like. Have you ever smelled 72 beers? Oh, that's, that's the thing. You're in a basement full in the of basement. men. <laughs> of men. What I would love like to is girls uh, it, were on the way allegedly yeah, allegedly <laughs> no yeah they'll show up eventually but really we're here for the 72 pack but what i would love is also like you get you get hit in the back of the head you fall down you pass out you stand up and you go and scene you know like that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> and scene you know that's beautiful <laughs> everybody's like mm, yeah 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 oh um, mm. flip like, cup. you you kind of like realize you can like talk about this but still then also like have yeah acting that you're passionate about so it was good i think my acting definitely helped my stand up because from a stage presence and just kind of awareness standpoint that yeah. was like a step that i didn't have to like really really focus on the big thing for me i wanted to always be a really good joke writer so yeah. when i growing up i loved uh i loved who, I'm trying to think of the person, the people that like really made me go, oh my god, because like everyone says Dave Chappelle, but then like then they go, oh, because the Chappelle show, and I'm like, no, because I killed them, killed them softly. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The yeah. first time I was oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, I yeah. know this special front to back. Like I yeah. think I know all of this elephant in the room. Um, but then even like older like Mitch Hedberg stuff. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and e like weird stuff. Like I also like Stephen Lynch because I would like write silly songs, mm -hmm. and that's like a lot of wordplay. Um, I remember watching Last Comic Standing and being like blown away and like by that fan. No, not <laughs> by that fan. What? Not by that fan. What? Why you got hate on that fan? That, that's like a that, what the hell? Hey man, can, that guy. We will get to that guy, We will get to Uncle Roger in a bit. <laughs> that uh, that fan man. You know, hey hey, you want to talk about uh, who who could play uh, Mulan's dad? That fan. Okay, that there you fan, go. No, he could have put that no, dude in there. Yo, can no, you imagine? Mike, they can you would, imagine? <laughs> Cause Mike, you actually, you know what? You should do that because then white people will have to realize <laughs> Vietnam and China are different. They'll be yeah. like, I don't know. Oh wait a he second. Sounded 
Like he was wrong. Wait, for uh, yeah. This role. I don't know about like, this. Who is his accent? <laughs> I, I'm not gonna do this because I respect the Vietnamese culture. But could you please just do a quick scene uh, as that as you being dad fan, <laughs> playing Mulan's dad, re- reenact the scene when she runs oh. away? Okay, oh, she's oh, she's gone. I, I, he hey. discovered that. Yep. <laughs> I can't do it. I, oh, oh, Tai Sao. Oh, my hand. Oh, I can't. Okay, that's about it. I, I, what's, what's the thing? What's the thing? It, what's the thing he always says? I'm offended. What's What's the thing he always says? He's always like, "What the hell?" Or whatever. What is, what is like thing his thing he always ca- says? That's his catchphrase. Oh, what the hell? That, yeah, is, yeah. that we, was it. We do say that we was, do say it a lot. I mean, you know, like that's that's kind of why I like him. Anyways, we'll get there. We'll get to there. We'll get to there. We'll get there in a second. But yeah. There was the episode of Tough Crowd where Patrice. Oh, oh my yes. god! Yes. Patrice was like, "Are you? Do you have to do your mom every Yo, five seconds, or do that, you? Or yeah. do you get like not paid?" It was <laughs> like so. I used to love Tough Crowd too because it made yeah. me feel like I knew Colin Quinn. Yeah, and like it was such a. And so then, I'm trying to think of who else like really like. This is like I'm talking about formative. Before like was watching right. it and be like, "Oh, how do you do it?" Just when yeah, like you yeah. watch, you're like, "I like this," and I don't know why. Um, Chris Rock was a big influence on me. Early Cat Williams, when mm. it was almost just like character work, and you yeah. didn't mm. know that he was like secretly like putting jokes in there. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Were, yeah, that kind of stuff like really fascinated me. Um, Wanda Sykes, I'm gonna be me, was like a huge thing. Mm-hmm. I watched that so much in college before I even like. I was like, oh, she's so. Good. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but even then I was like, I'm queer, but like I just like watching this. So this to is point- this is interesting because like I'm hearing okay, this is I, I feel that this is partly why we get along because uh there's a lot of, you know, yes, I'm a person of color and I'm supposed to believe XYZ because it's 2020. But like, you know, you had mentioned like, oh, you're a big fan of Patrice. You watch Tough Crowd. You know, those comedians, if they if, if Patrice is alive today, I feel that like, I actually, I have no, you can't really predict what he would be today. But like, you know, some people find him uh, to oh. be problematic or they're just like, oh, oh you like, yeah. you know, you oh, like Bill Burr, very, you like Patrice, but like very problematic. Yeah. To, by today's standards. By today's standards. But, but I like just because of the misogyny stuff. So like, it's yeah. always like a weird, like caveat. Like I'm even right. allowed to say, <clears throat> oh, I can love the first two Dave Chappelle specials so much, but then I can also say, I don't think he needs the attempt to tackle the trans stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He just, it's like when you have that much power, if you have material that you want to do, people will let you get away mm. with like stuff that just isn't landing ever as well as you want it to because yeah. of your power. Because yeah. I saw him and Chris Rock together, and Chris Rock was working on Tambourine. And tambourine, the Tambourine spe- section of the show was tighter than Dave's show that eventually mm-hmm. became one of the specials on Netflix. Yeah. To the point where I was like, that, I was like, that new Chris Rock stuff about his divorce. I was like, that's gonna be fucking good. Yeah. yeah. I saw yeah. them at a Radio City Music Hall. So like, you're you're also allowed to like, okay, what's the, what are we supposed to do? We just supposed to be like everything people do is great. Like, yeah, I can't yeah, say, yeah, yeah. I no, can't I like be like, like oh man, LeBron should have got back on defense. I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, one of our producers wrote this in the notes and I'm, I'm not sure where he found this but he said that uh, Jay said in an interview that a class on queerness in Shakespearean literature helped him discover his queerness is this mm. true? Uh, a little bit yeah so there was um, there was this one professor I think Ivo Camps and he shout out shout out shout out to shout out to Ivo Camps uh, <laughs> I think he was like English department head for a little bit he think he uh, so 
Okay, so in Shakespearean times, like the early modern period, I took a lot of Shakespearean classes. I took a lot of classes kind of studying Shakespeare stuff. So you couldn't be gay. Not in the sense that, like, you weren't allowed. It was just, like, it didn't exist. Like, mm-hmm. no one was like, I'm gay. They'd be right. like, get back to work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Stop yeah. fucking around. <laughs> Wait, you, don't you have to play? Gay. Yeah, come on now. You don't, we all got pustules. About? Yeah. So, so, like, if you had sex with a guy your actions weren't your identity Mm. concurrently uh any sort of like interactions between people who weren't like attempting to have kids to like further a lineage it just wasn't even thought about Mm, so they couldn't wrap their brains around it they were like yeah yeah yeah, okay yeah you want you and that guy are hooking up but you still gonna have kids with this woman right Right? so we can like continue this yeah, family the, the house of lancaster or whatever the fuck yeah it is. yeah so yeah. like i always say that like any sort of like heteronormative thoughts we have are rooted usually in like passing stuff down to right people. legal and shit from a western yep. standpoint for sure from a western ideology standpoint those are all kind of like thrust upon us from the fact that we grew up in a country where eurocentric ideals were valued so whenever they whenever like that kind of stuff started to be talked about i was like oh and then you find out Shakespeare was like rumored to be bi. You're like, I was like, man, <laughs> I was like, I could get into this. this is pretty. <laughs> yeah. And then there are all these like little like uh, like I want to say Antonio and Sebastian and Twelfth Night or mm. like it's like about attraction to someone else even like viola and olivia and 12th night it's like a girl dressing up as a boy you guys seen she's the man with amanda Bynes? Mm, uh, i don't think i have i don't think i have no okay it's like that it's it's so like playing with gender and then what gender does to attraction when gender is actually like not real and then mm. the crazier part about all this is during that time all these women roles were played by right li- little boy. By like yeah. younger Young men, men right on stage yes so that kind of helped me discover my queerness. Also, whenever like high school boys aren't hot enough to help you figure out you're queer. Ah! That's when I said interesting. When I said a Shakespearean course, I could also have been talking about my classmates. Like in high yeah. school, you're like, ain't nobody here hot enough to make me do gay shit. That's You get to college, you're like, now wait a minute. Wait, a minute. hold on here. We're hold on. We're 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 in Bama right now, and things are different. I didn't know people were gonna have pecs like this (laughs) yeah yeah jay you you mentioned something on a podcast i was listening to with you as a guest um and i i never thought about this until you made it up but like i so you mentioned it i i was really into like punk rock emo alt rock shit and you had mentioned that like a lot of these bands like my chemical romance like in the music videos they would have like they boys kiss. kissing and stuff, right? And yes. I, I just, I don't know why I didn't even, re- I like watched, rewatched some of it. And I was like, oh yeah, like I wonder why I didn't even, <laughs> you know, and if, if you think about it, like the bases from Fall Out Boy, they all kind of look, they, they kind of go for that, that, BT, oh. that BTS like androgynous yes. look a little bit, you know? Like, kind, yeah. I don't know, I don't know if they were intentionally going for like the queer nod, but, well, but there were yeah. elements of it, certainly. They I think, were, I think a lot of the pop punk boys because people were like, oh, that music's kind of gay. They were like, we're not, but if you're going to say we are. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think too, like, you know, to bring it back to Mulan, Mulan is very, there's a lot of, there's a lot of queer, like, uh, kind of, I don't know, energy that, that happens in it. There's yeah. like scenes yeah. where all the boys have to sleep, sleep together, like in the, in the, in the, um, 
the the live action one they all have to sleep in the same tent and like they're all like you know he they, they all like you know like are very close to each other and they have to like hug each other and shit like that and then of course yeah. there's that scene in like when they where they have to take a bath right they all in the cartoon it's kind of funny but uh in but in the live in the live action there's kind of like this thing going on because we know that she's uh, a girl but he doesn't know and then like you know what I'm saying? That there's a lot of like subtext to what's happening, oh, especially because yeah. it's like about being a man and you know blah 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 and yeah. love and I'll do everything for protect my you know my my homies and that's I mean that's what I mean. There's like you know the army is very very queer in that way. You know what I'm saying? So like well, yeah. there's, there's a lot of that like, going on. There's even you know how the original Mulan. You know how I knew the original Mulan was gay and I found this out two years ago. Yeah. Because Mike Pence was like, I don't like it. Oh shit. <laughs> He was like, mom, mother, mother, no. Please turn Mike that Chinese Pence, movie off. In, in like 98, Mike Pence, he wrote like an op-ed. and oh, like God. He what? Said that, he said that Disney was attempting to like undermine like gender role. He wrote this in 98. Oh, yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. Been like, he's been like weird from the jump. He was like, I don't like it because it's going like to encourage women to try to get in the military. There was like a bunch of like misogynistic, transphobic and like homophobic points that he was tempted to make. And everyone's like, can't you just enjoy Eddie yeah. Murphy though? I don't like this. Dude, I think I, it's going to get crickets to, you know, start singing and, I don't, and there's going to be dragons all over the place voiced by black comedic He's actors. Like, yeah, you guys hear that? You hear what I'm saying? You got to open up your mind. Dragons, drag queens. Drag on stage. Hello, huh? Illuminati. Yeah. The, there's this one scene in the live action world where like it was confirmed to me that Milan was at least queer or if not gay because uh, there's a scene where like she sees the boys junks and she, I swear to god in the cartoon it's like ew but in this one she's like what like she fucking she's like, she's like she's disgusted I'm like my girl my girl's queer it's fine Boom me. But <laughs> hold on here okay, yeah so go ahead yeah I have a question though and this is for you two straight boys there is like so when if like a straight guy sees a bunch of vaginas, like it's still just kind of <laughs> vaginas are passive. Mm. This is what I'll say. Passive. Like vaginas, no, vaginas yeah, are yeah, passive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in true. In the sense that like they're not activated fully all the time. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a vagina can just be like chilling. Yeah, it's just, on, like, the, just a, on a couch. Yeah. Like <laughs> after, after like after like. After I want to say like after five penises, even like as someone who's bi and like who like has a boyfriend and regularly sleeps with dudes, like after five penises, even I'm like this is a lot of dicks. <laughs> nah, you're right. I think it, it's right. Active versus dormant. I I, I that's a great no, analysis. That's, that's why Mulan like can be disgusted because like one dick it's like oh that's mine. Like two dicks it's like okay I didn't know what are we in Vegas? <laughs> yeah, after three many. dicks, I, you like. <laughs> I also I, I, I like how I like how you say a bunch of a, a, a bunch of vaginas like they're all together in a maybe some sort of basket or something like that. It's like look at this if it's, look at this fresh bunch of vaginas I found. You know, yeah, they were having a special yeah, at like, Safeway. It's yeah, like no. it's in a basket. You know, it's just mine. It's just I'll for even, me. I'll fresh even picks. say this: if you put a bunch of vaginas together and you, depending on how close the camera is, you don't even know those are vaginas. You'll be you like, are these? What are, are these? these tulips? What is going on here? Is this prosciutto? What's going on here? You know? <laughs> if you put a bunch of penises together, you like from yep. jump, you're like, yep. that's weird. It's, oh that's man, weird. why? Yeah, hey, that's way too many. <laughs> that's just too lumpy. I don't like that. And I'm, I'm so. I mean, I also think that like there's a, there's a really cool 
message in Mulan in the sense it's not that like I I don't think the message is like explicitly gay. Yeah. I just think it's like it's like you guys have been using the word very correctly and applying it appropriately. It's queer. Yeah. There's something other right. than the norm and you're allowed to also exist in that. Why yes. not? It mm-hmm. was like up until the 1960s. If a woman put on a pantsuit, they were like, what's what is happening? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, what, I'm Mike Pence and I'm offended. Doing, yeah. What you, what you doing wearing pants <laughs> today on the Lord's Day? On the, oh my God. That's funny. Even now, like you are, like, isn't, I mean, I think when you talked about BTS, uh, I think like celebration of like kind of playing with gender a bit more. Uh, and 10 years ago, it was men. It was Cameron wearing pink. Like, a, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. he gets enough credit for people. <laughs> yeah. You remember when, like, everyone was wearing pink because of Kill oh, yeah. Cam? Yeah, dude. And so now it's people understanding that K-pop boys can be pretty. Now it's people going, oh, I don't really I don't really know what that person's gender is, but they're really fun and beautiful. So, like, yeah. I think that's a cool message. I don't know if I'm going to pay $30 for it, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, a good there, message. There's something... There's something happening with like cartoons slash anime, like children's uh, children entertainment and injecting uh, topics of queerness. Because I I don't know if I'm reading into this too much, but like I was watching. Uh, do you guys watch Ava- Avatar? Cora? Yeah. Okay. Oh, Cora's. Oh, that's Cora. It's, right. It's at the, like at, at the end. Her, right. her, her and Asami, bro. Oh, that's one hundred percent. Well, no, it starts at the beginning of that season. Whenever Cora says, uh, whenever she gets the letters, she gets a letter from. Mako, she gets a bit like a letter from Osami and a letter from Bo and like a big letter from Bolin. Yeah, and yeah. She only chooses to write Osami back. And yes. they put that at the beginning of the season to like set to let so to everyone know that Cora oh. cares about her more than the two boys. Also, look into Dang. this. What is it is an avatar just just a metaphor for somebody being bi or queer? Ruler of all mm. the elements? Dicks and vaginas? Bro, I mean, you know, wind. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, hmm. you know, damn, dude, I feel, I feel a Mike Pence uh, op-ed coming on, man. He's going to be talking about this. Av- <laughs> Have you seen this avatar? Hmm? Cora, how, it, okay, so Cora was also like a Nickelodeon shared like a pride image. Which is like, I'm surprised Viacom, CBS let them do it. But I guess like they have a bit more flexibility now because it's 2020. Mm. And they put three people in the Nickelodeon Pride image. And the three people, there was one person who I didn't know. But the (laughs) other two people were Cora and SpongeBob. And that's because the creators were allowed to say Cora is bi and SpongeBob. This is crazy. Yes, yes. I didn't even know. Yeah. SpongeBob is technically asexual but homo romantic Patrick so because and it's scientific sponges only produce asexually they produce by budding off pollen yo that's science so Spongebob is never going to be interested in like sex right but his his most romantic and most important relationship is with Patrick that's true oh my god this is insane. Is that like, is that, was that like an official thing? Is that like a. Yeah, that's like whoa. an official thing from the creators. He said that on his deathbed or has, has this been known for a while? Has it said on his deathbed? So it came out whenever, it came back out whenever that image for Nickelodeon Pride came out. Right. Oh. But I remember reading about this a long like, time ago. Like SpongeBob is, is like, a, is, is gay. 
Yeah. Well, everyone was like, why is SpongeBob? And they were like, we get Korra because we saw her going to the spirit world with Usami. Like everyone like was agreeing with Fumi. Yeah. And they're like, why is SpongeBob on this? And then people were like, oh, it's because of this. And I was like, wow. Whoa. I, 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 I'm surprised that people weren't going to be like, oh, my God, this is going to teach kids that they can just reproduce asexually. And they, can live, <laughs> they can live in the ocean and wear a tie the whole time. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> I, SpongeBob is working a minimum wage job just like every millennial, so I mean, oh, yeah. he gets it. He gets it. <laughs> I am real excited about this next product because it is perfect for anal. Anal. So Asian, not Asian listeners, but also I'm talking about the actual butthole. Yes. Okay. It's hard to believe uh, that when we go to the bathroom in this country, most of us wipe instead of wash. Gross. For years, bidets have been available, but hideously expensive, costing thousands of dollars. Really? That's crazy. What? That's so crazy. The, the Hello Tushy Modern Bidet Attachment is here to democratize the blessings bestowed by bidets and offer clean buttholes to everyone. Hello Tushy cleans your butt with a precise stream of fresh water. It sounds like an Evian ad for just $79. <laughs> Wow, it attaches to your existing toilet, requires no electricity Whoa. or additional plumbing, Whoa. and cuts toilet paper use by 80%. Wow. So the Hello Tushy Pidei pays for itself in a few months. Because with Hello Tushy, you don't wipe at all. Even the best two-ply just can't cut it when it comes to the hands-free poop experience. Yo, ditch paper products and uncomfortable chafing when you switch to the soothing, cleansing stream of water from a Hello Tushy Bidet attachment. And every Hello Tushy Bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free, <laughs> risk-free, what, what kind of risk are we talking about? Risk-free guarantee oh, hey, hey. and a 12-month warranty. Join millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now and have a clean butt with every flush. Go to hellotushy.com slash ANA to get 10% off. This is a special offer for our listeners. Go to hellotushy.com slash ANA for 10% off. hellotushy.com slash ANA. Uh, and uh, we're back uh, with our guest, Jay Jordan. This is everyone's favorite segment. It is Das Race das News. Das Race News. Uh, and this one is a little different. Uh, race News, this doesn't come from a news source per se. I guess it's kind of from a news source. It's from Reddit, uh, which is where all the truth lies. So this one is from, uh, I read about this uh, on Our Asian American. Uh, so shouts to them. Um, and they have, they, there, somebody posted on there like a little a topic and it said uh, why do asian americans that's us always do fake accents <laughs> uh i just did it earlier uh, to, uh and therefore offended my family um mm -hmm. but we, it's true we do do it uh and i think they were referring to a couple of different things um they you know there's uh there's there's a comedian who's like blown up recently uh he's i'm gonna say it, he's our friend he, he's uh he's coming on the show uh next week and uh his name's nigel ang and he's got a new character and i think they were referring to his his character um uh, uncle roger but i think in general also there's like other things that they sort of talk about i think also ken jong of course they kind of bring him up as well and you know this this topic comes up a lot especially for asian americans or like west asian a asian people we talk about the accent thing you know and like is is it funny is it not funny why do we always do it like it's mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. um it's a t it's a big thing 
it's a big thing. Yeah, a lot of people had different let, topics on there, and it was it was nuanced. But yeah, let, let, this is let me just a very quick synopsis of what this guy write, writes. He, he wrote a whole paragraph. I'm just gonna read like a two sentences. He says, "I'm not gonna lie. You know, accents are it's it is funny sometimes, but it also sends a poor message to non-Asians. You are sending a message to them that it's okay to laugh at someone who speaks with an accent, and that being from another country and speaking differently is funny. And so it, it's weird. Asian, Asian Americans get very sensitive with comedy, and especially when you do an accent. Uh, other non-Asian people might think it's funny you as the comedian might think it's funny but anytime you do an accent you know know that like 60 percent of the room if they're asian they're like hate with hate and ass eyes they're looking at you with hate and ass eyes <laughs> you know <laughs> i would i would i'm gonna i'm gonna go out and say i actually don't think i think people are very nervous about it but i think that it's more people like it than you you think but it's also because and i'm gonna go on the side of the audience, but like most of the time people do it and it's not good. And you know, I mean, it's, it's, well, are you talking about Asian people doing it or non-Asian people doing it? Both, both, both times. I'm going to push back right now and say, if you're a non-Asian person, I'll even go further. If you're an, okay. So if you're, if you're a non South Asian person doing, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. South Asian dialect, for a person who has a stereotypically South Asian job, you're evil, and it's 2020. <laughs> Stop! What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, if, yeah, you're, yeah. if you're a non-East Asian person, that's regardless of if you're black or Latinx or white. I think some white people still do comedy in 2020. <laughs> if you if you were doing an East Asian yep. dialect. Woo! Yeah, you really. I mean, you're crazy. First yeah. of all, congrats on SNL. But secondly, that's, <laughs> I shouldn't have job. said that joke. Sorry, sorry, Shane. Uh, <laughs> but like, don't just don't do it. I'm gonna tell you right now. And so, for as a black person, the the closest thing that we have to this, yeah. as far as like approximating it, is I have some friends who are. Nigerian or the children of Nigerian parents, right? Uh, and sometimes they will do their parents yes. because there are some immigrant kind of Venn diagrams that cross over. Immigrant parents being disappointed in their Americanized children yes. is a theme that runs through on so many different levels for so many people from so many different places in the world. Mm-hmm. Like when they do that accent, it's usually to contrast the their opinion with their parents so yes. if it's done for the sake of comedy i'm all i'm always in favor of like you using that person to set yourself up for a better joke yeah um from a execution standpoint i'll say you as a comedian if you want your career to go a long way you need to be the funniest part of your set because ah, damn. the more that you the more that you give your parents or your relatives or your aunties, because it can happen. If I would like went to, if I like Southern mama kind of did it for Southern people in a weird way, the more that you give that person all of your punchlines, the more the audience loves that person. Ah, and yeah. you start to become yes. the setup person for your punchlines and you don't get to deliver them then you're like the part of the popsicle that's sticking out already. And they're like, Whoa! I just want to get to the good part. They're like, my mind the, right now. They're Yo, just like, do the voice. So, this is why. So it doesn't help you. Yes. Is what I'm, it doesn't. That's mm, a great. But I'm not going to get mad at you. 
Yes, great that's a analysis. great point. I'm so glad that you have a master's degree to help us with this because we would not have been able to articulate that <laughs> nearly as well. But I think you're you're right, and uh, um, you know we'll 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 talk about it more with uh, with Nigel. But I I do think that like you know the the character can sometimes become bigger than you. And then, yeah. you know, and then people will like want to see the character rather than, and then standup is always, it's supposed to be about yourself. It's supposed to be as like, as pure of yourself as you can bring to you, to the stage. And so, uh, the, you know, uh, uh, you know, to bring it back to, to this, I don't think that accents are always going to be bad, but I've, I think that like audiences, American audience, Asian American audiences have been like primed to always see it as like oh as soon as somebody starts doing the accent they're about to make fun of me like this is mm, about mm. to happen every time like it's it's going to happen rather than like right right, right. they're about you know? to make fun of the asian audience and instead of I, okay i see it now because whenever my yeah. like you know a comedian does a jamaican accent or they do an indian like usama does a lot of indian accents he's just kind of like making fun of his family right he's, he's talking not about necessarily his mom, right? he's exactly. not making fun of the indian american people in the crowd he's just making fun of his yeah. like crazy mom and that's the way accents should be used it should be like isolated to your own world because to jay's point it's about your world but you're right with Asian accents, it's been sort of abused and you're just it's, it's just a guy making fun of like just Asian people out on the streets or whatever. I mean, it is, it's and even fucking Angelica Johnson, who. Oh, right. <laughs> it, like that was Mm-mm-mm. I mean, that was something that I guess she needed to talk about because she's she's Latinx. She might even be mixed with a few things, but her primary her primary identifier is like a woman who is Latina because she was just on the <laughs> HBO thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so like for her to have. And the nail tech voice yes, yeah. for so long. Oh, yeah, and People yeah, look yeah. at her and not know what she is. Then more people thought it was okay. And so then casually people say that shit to Asian people because they think, oh, this is common ground as far oh. as comedy. And they're like, I don't think that shit's funny. That's happened to me. Yeah, they go, yeah. Uh, what's the, what was her line? Why why you know her boyfriend, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. But, you but know it's with like, a Vietnamese, yeah. boy, uh, Vietnamese like, accent. Yeah. I, I you know, get that you're supporting yeah. small business owners, but don't do that <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny is uh, when, when the, I first saw that, I was... Um, it, she does a great accent, I have to admit. And when it happened, <laughs> when I saw Mike's it, first I was point. like, yeah. I was first like, oh all, my. I was like, good have job. you ever seen someone do racism so good for a second you stop and go, that's some good racism. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like if somebody were to um, wear a white hood in your house, but the white hood is like made of a really nice co- like silk Material. or something. And you're like, that's a nice silk hood. And then you're like, wait, oh wait a second, God. get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that's, that was what was crazy. I was like, yo, damn, that's a good, she's working on, she's been working on that one. But then, <laughs> she's been working on that racism. I like, you know, I, like I, that, I like that Mike's first reaction was, who told? Wait a second, who's been, <laughs> wait a minute. Someone, wait a someone's s- giving her tips. Oh, I, gotta I, text, like I gotta text my, I gotta text my aunts, you know what I'm saying? Just like, who, who, who yeah. Uh, I but also the Uncle Roger video is a character video about rice. So like, yeah. Here's my takeaway from that because it's a character video. Yes. And it's not him on stage doing like 40 minutes of his 60 minutes as Uncle Roger. Yes. Uncle Roger can have a character video specifically about someone fucking up rice. Like yeah. that. Mhm. Mhm makes yeah. enough sense that no one's yes. gonna be like i can't you know what i mean so It'd that's be like why if a su- yeah no that's if why a southern i feel person had a video where they were extra southern and they were like 
you're doing what with cornbread? Like, you'd be allowed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think most people accepted it because it's got like six million views, you know. It's got so, so many I, views. <laughs> I feel he's like... like the, I think yeah. he's doing all right. <laughs> I, I, I think the reason why I like Uncle Roger, that character, is, uh, is because it's a character. It's like, it's... He calls himself Uncle Roger. He has actually, he had made, a, uh, Nigel had made a few other videos before he got onto the cooking thing about like, uh, how he has like a cell phone and he has like, he's and like wearing Uncle this. Roger dating, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got all these things and so there's like fleshed out character and in some ways you, uh, it's, it's somewhat specific to kind of like a Malaysian Chinese feel that he's kind of talking about but like you know like as an asian person vietnamese dude i kind of know when uncle roger was my uncles are kind of like that and so that character has an accent which is like it makes sense you know like and it has and he's kind of like trying to get into this like really specific kind of accent that uh you know it's not like a generalized asian accent it's kind of like a very specific to a certain mm -hmm. area and that's why i think it's okay because it's a character and it makes sense that the character has an accent right. you know what i'm right, saying right, it, right. so that kind of carries it through it would make less sense if like this guy well hey i'm uncle roger i'm from uh, hong kong and i have a southern accent that like that wouldn't make any sense like you know so mm -hmm. this yeah. mm -hmm. kind of works with that so uh, to your point jay i i think it's like and it you know it's very specific to this thing and it's like all it's to criticize this this one particular aspect that's where <laughs> I, I feel it works you know but, yeah. it's, and it's also like it's i hate to say it and this sucks say it, that say it. sometimes this is the Please barometer. Do it. But it's also funny enough and innocent enough that yeah. it can get away it's, with it. Yes, yeah. it's fucking There's rice. There's not like, <laughs> it's funny and innocent. You know, sometimes yes. it's funny, but there's, sometimes things can be funny, but evil. And you're like, oh, I'm conflicted. It's funny <laughs> and it's innocent. I'm conflicted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, okay. you know, everyone has seen like a video where someone is being like, a terrible person and you're like man this is so i'm not gonna share it i'm gonna watch it yeah i'm gonna watch, not, it. Gonna I'm share gonna watch it, it twice share it. and then after that i'm gonna I'm keep gonna going yeah i might even t i might send it to someone privately i'm not gonna post it though <laughs> yeah 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 like, i'm gonna go on signal and, and do it <laughs> it was funny it was about rice also the woman was Fucking up. Uh, <laughs> fucking up. <laughs> like, up. Even even black people. Okay, because like rice as a global connector among <laughs> non-white communities. I don't know. Like, you're going to get mad. White people that listen to this podcast, thank you for being allies, but you're going to get upset. So rice <laughs> is super important to, to African people, to Indian people, yep. to, to East Asian people, to to fucking to people in the middle east so white people y'all just never loved y'all like barley y'all like um <laughs> other there are other grains that are more important to you irish soda bread i don't know <laughs> so when a black person has an opinion about when an african person has an opinion about jollof rice uh, mm. Particularly a Nigerian person or a, a person from Ghana or a person from Sierra Leone, they can have a character f who is rooted and steeped in the culture, like say things in the voice of the yes. culture yes. Yes. about that food because food is so important to us. Yes, food yes. is some of the only ways that they can remain connected to things. So if a, if Uncle Roger, as the character, sees you fucking up. Yes. One of the few things that was like a familial moment, like washing the rice and like having a rice cooker, like yeah. 
he's allowed to be funny and he silly is, about he it. He is. Just from like a socio-cultural standpoint. He, and you, you kind of think of it like this. Like, no, uh, only an Asian person could write a character like him. That about specific, that specific, specific, specific thing. thing. He's yeah, got the, the, yeah. the clip and the way he wears his... Uh, his uh, his polo and polo, like he has yeah. he has this thing where he has his leg up all the time. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. That's very that's that's that right on time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No white no white no white writer on SNL could be like and he's got his leg up all the time. No, that wouldn't even make sense. But like Asian people, we're gonna yeah. be like, okay, the accent's there, but then also the leg up is the there. Leg. And Can those, we get the leg in there? The leg yeah. up. That's what's it's like up. it's like the it's like the black uncle's Bluetooth in the early two thousands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have that we have that too. <laughs> <laughs> non-white okay so every non-white uncle and by uncle i'm using uncle in parentheses yeah, yeah, uncle. It could just be a family friend yeah, if yeah. you don't know you know <laughs> but if you knew already you knew um oh they God. love bluetooth <laughs> they love fashion about five years too late <laughs> it's like right after everyone yeah. stopped wearing it. yeah yeah it's yeah. like yeah or they'll get you a gift they'll be like i hear people People are buying the kids hoverboards. You're like, not now. <laughs> hey, you heard Don't about these uh, fidget spinners? Do you guys like that? You guys now? like you like boot cut <laughs> jeans? You know, yeah. They'll uh, ask you about a celebrity that is hot, but that would never talk to them, and they'll tell you what they would do if they could get a chance. With that. <laughs> get a chance, yes. <laughs> Yeah, my yes. God, the Bluetooth. You got you. You totally got it. Um, yeah, man. we yeah, gotta so let Uncle Roger be Uncle Roger. We're gonna man. let Uncle Roger. Roger. It's like, yeah. Go ahead. We're gonna get into it more. We're gonna have Nigel on next week, and we're gonna we're yeah, gonna talk yeah, about yeah. it. But I, that, I think that's so smart and so good that you guys aren't like fake. What's the best way of me to say it? Like some people, their wokeness is performative and virtue signaling. So like, if both of you guys are like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, this. Blah, 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 blah. Well, I'm like, always, <laughs> I'm always on the side of funny. So if I went, ha ha, then I'm gonna try to, you know, like <laughs> I'm gonna try to defend it because I thought it was funny and I like I trust my sense of humor. Does that make sense? right? So like, yeah. right. if I if my initial reaction was like, ah, because this is a little, you know, because you're right, it's based on like a real person, and if he didn't have an accent, it kind of doesn't make sense because it's assumed. That that this guy's an immigrant and and to jay's point like rice is one of the the food is one of the few cultural things touch points he has in the country right. that he lives in now right so yes. it's like it's rice is all uncle roger has baby that's that's his he thing sees you know? he's divorced on tv <laughs> yes. fucking it up that's the crazy part he's like wait wait a no. second he gotta put his leg down now you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. isn't i listen i tried to accept and learn everything that I've seen, like you know what I'm. Mean? It's like so if if Fumi was to make a character, if Fumi was to see someone messing up rice, I think because you're a millennial and because of your cultural connection, not only to your family but also uh, to like American culture, you'd be like, ah, you're fucking up. I'm not gonna say anything, but this. But like Uncle yeah. Roger has to have a reaction. He like has that. to have a reaction. Like, I can't hold my peace. I'm not. Yeah, no. <laughs> he was put on. He was put on this earth for this mission. You know, <laughs> they sent him here for this job. You know, he is the Messiah yes. of rice. That's what it is. This reminds yeah. me of um, that la last, uh, like last week, last week, uh, I was uh, out with my in-laws and, uh, you know, God bless them. They're white. And if, and I sometimes I listen. So, hey, shouts, how's it going? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and we, I love you guys. But the, the, the other. I'm sorry uh, we, about we, what I said about yeah, barley. We, well, we went. <laughs> 
we went out fishing it was that was awesome it was a very you know uh, god bless the whites for for fishing and taking me out fishing in their fancy boat and then and then i remember they were like we were like making we were like gonna get the fish ready we caught some fish and we we're like you know gonna eat the fish and they're like i remember them talking back and forth and saying hey we're gonna eat this with sticky rice and i was like sticky rice and to, so for a Vietnamese person and an East Asian person, sticky rice is some, that means something. That means the, the, the rice that's inside of a banana leaf that's been like fucking steamed. Molded. It takes forever yeah. to make. Uh, usually you buy it like at the back of a Chinatown van along with like a bunch of CDs and shit. And like that is <laughs> sticky rice. And what they actually served was just white rice. That's what they call sticky rice right and the whole time i was like where's the sticky rice <laughs> <laughs> yo but you need you need you need an uncle roger there with you to yeah. be like ay, ay, ay. yeah i couldn't do that because i was like i'm living off of these white people right now i'm i'm mooching off them they, you know I, they could get out me any tech any second here but you know so i didn't want to fuck that shit up i was riding that high but but I was like, this is not sticky rice. It's just Bro. regular rice. It wasn't even that Dude. sticky. Anyways. I just imagine Mike's subconscious being like, yeah, but where that, where's that rice? <laughs> I was. If I somebody mean, says sticky... If somebody says sticky, I thought there was going to be a straight up a Chinese grandmother rolling up with like a like a wheelbarrow, just like you know, selling sticky rice to me. You know, so that's what I, I was like. Where's the sticky rice at? I've, that can happen sometimes in New York for me when a place is like a southern restaurant. Oh I'm shit! Like, well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we'll see. I have a. I'm working on like a new. I'm working on like new stuff about barbecue, and I always say the best Yelp review for a good barbecue place in. Mississippi is just a sticky table. Like if your table, <laughs> if I go to your barbecue place and your table is clean, I like touch it and I'll be like, "Cut clean table, two stars." Cut clean. Clearly, ain't nobody eating here. What's happening? Oh my I god! I need some dish rag residual water on this table. It's too clean. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, Jay! Thank you so much uh, for coming uh. on the show. You guys are amazing. Thank no, you're you are so funny for Jesus. doing this. Uh, I think that's it, right? We're at one yeah. hour and five about minutes. An hour. Yes, this is so much fun. I'm so glad we could get you on. We we're gotta, gonna, we gotta get you back. Your, we're gonna have you back on. Um, absolutely, absolutely. This is gonna we be might great. even when we do comedy for real in real life eventually. Eventually, absolutely, man. Um, Jay, where can our fans, aka Anals, where can they find you or follow? Oh you? well, listen. Um, I want to let everyone know. If the anals are a fan of me, I'm a big fan of anal. So <laughs> the Goes both Asian, ways. not Asian <laughs> listeners, yeah. you can find me on Twitter at Jay Jordan. That's at J-A-Y-J-U-R-D-E-N. And on Instagram at the same handle. You guys are in luck. Uh, the gym's reopen. I'm taking a lot of thirst traps. You really so. are. I'm out here <laughs> getting naked for the folks. We, wow. we talk about you at a... Uh, I work at Comedy Central now, and you you come up like once a week at our meetings. We're just like, Do you guys see you guys see Jay's Jay's thirst trap? It was it's not even like a nobody. It's not even a pitch. It's not a comedy pitch. It's just like, did you guys see his abs yeah, yesterday it, or last the, Thursday? The, the, the meeting is actually movie. titled that in, in yeah, in, it's uh, like Jay's abs in, in Microsoft Office Outlook. It's like uh, you know meeting Jay Jordan's thirst trap location Instagram. Yeah. I just, I just want to make it to the the Google Slides. Be like, as you can see, uh, that's just Jay. That's just Jay. <laughs> right. But I always wear my mask now because the gym that I'm going to, it like reopened. And right now everyone's doing like 
their whatever their version of risk mitigation is like right. me to the a park show i'm doing park shows mm-hmm. like people if you if people were gonna be like, i can't believe you doing park shows i'm be like, okay they're outside you wear your mask until you do it and then you like clean off everything i'm trying to do my best but also i'm trying to like live my life as a comedian if right. you're upset about that i respect you being upset so like even if i take a thirst trap now inside that gym and you never, you never gonna see me without a mask if I'm taking a thirst trap, just because <laughs> I just don't have the energy to fight with people online, and they will find a way. Oh, yes. for sure, for sure. Yes. So, Anos, yes. um, if you like Jay, but you don't like where he's taking his pictures, uh, don't keep that shit to yourself, okay? Uh, or you give me some suggestions. I'll take pictures wherever. <laughs> <laughs> they start sending you requests. That's an OnlyFans. Yeah. That's a, that's a different thing. You gotta that's follow yeah, OnlyFans. You know what? Send me money, and I will send you a picture. <laughs> uh, as always, you can find us on social media at Asian Not Asian Pod. I am also on there at the Food. Fumiyabe, the C-H-E-F-U-M-I-A-B-E. And you can find me on Instagram at NicePantsBro. Please check out our merch at AsianNotAsianPod.com slash merch. Uh, and we also do a weekly, or right now it's a bi-weekly uh, Zoom comedy show uh, every other Friday. The next one will be September 11th. And then the, uh, next, the one after that is 25. Yep. And then the one after that is October 9th. So uh, just go to our, pa- our website, AsianNotAsianPod.com, and then um, you can get tickets there. It's through Eventbrite. It's a good time. Um, Patreon. It's a good show. It's a good, Jay's done it, and hopefully we can do it outside sometimes. Oh, Mike, by the way, I, I bought that amp, so we could we could talk about. Oh doing my something god! Outside. Finally, yeah, we got to take um, this out. I was I was, bla- I was blasting reflections on it yesterday, dude. I was just. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it was like it was like a, it was like oh. Asian Radio Raheem, you know. I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I'm just imagining, Fumi. you know, because I know where you live oh in Bed Stuy, and people are just like, this neighborhood, man, it's just gone downhill. Fumi, Fumi, what Fumi. are you doing? If I ever saw. <laughs> An Asian guy <laughs> just like blasting reflections, like who is that girl I see? Like on the subway, I'll be like, man, hats off to you, dog. You know what? I ain't even mad. There. I'm gonna take out my earbuds to listen yeah. to what I'm, you, you know. He's are. crying oh just God. a little bit. Oh, that's Fumi, baby. That's Fumi. You, yeah, you and I, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna. They'll be blasting yeah. um, make a man out of you and yeah. uh, <laughs> so catch good. me outside if you're in Brooklyn I'll be out there blasting Mulan and uh, <laughs> a- Anos we love you Jay thank you so much uh, everybody thank we'll you see you guys next week bye, bye.